Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Yeah, let the buzz begin. We are here with the Rain After Show for Blood for Blood. Good times. Yeah. Um, it's Halloween Eve. Oh. Well, yeah, it might be Halloween when you guys are listening to this, but I'm your host, J.B. Zimmerman. Joining always is... Vania Thomas! Whoa! Hi, guys! And, of course, Phil Sweetak. Uh, Keaton Marquis, she will be back next, next week. week. She yeah. wanted us to get a, get a shot at leading the country. You know, she saw that we had a thirst for power, and here we are. By the way, I know we, we have an order of things to talk about, but I just want to say, because I know I will forget, I know I will forget. Last year, Mary had a big secret, right, with uh, the prediction of Francis being, you know, killed and whatnot. Yes. This time, it's Francis holding secrets for Mary, which is the very exciting. turn. But we'll talk about that. I digress. Okay. Just had to get it out. Yeah, no, great episode. Lots to talk about. I mean, Greer and Castleroy's wedding finally happens. <sighs> it almost didn't. It we almost didn't. It almost didn't. They kept us on our toes for a little bit there. Like, they were waiting. She had on her coat over her dress, and it was like, is she going to come? Is she going to be a one-way bride? What's going to happen? And she was there in her lovely dress. What did you think th- about her dress? <sighs> That's the white. first question. It was white. Um, <laughs> it was a beautiful dress. Yeah, I did think that the wedding was kind of a kind of a shotgun one, though. I mean, they didn't really draw it out. I mean, granted, they were kind of drawing it up for suspense and like, right. is she going to? Is she not? But they kind of brushed over it. It wasn't really a main focus. I agree. I feel like it should have been more grandioso. Like the christening was really grandioso. This was just people standing on the sides, walked down the aisle. Well, done. the big thing again was Francis kind of and what happened with Narcisse. But you know, so we so we saw that now. But I want to ask you in terms of Lath stepping in and he <laughs> and stepping out. He got hey, out of there I've quick. Been there. I've been there. You, you have? <laughs> you've, you've seen your ex-lover get married? You know, sometimes ex-lover, sometimes not ex-lover. You know, we've all been there. Yeah, people have gotten their, their hearts broken. Have you never experienced that? <gasps> I mean, that not break? on that level where I'm sitting like second row watching it all go down. No, well, I, I think he saw it coming. I think he... Was has he known for a while. was he looking out for best intentions though, or was he trying to get mm. like a last grasp at, at Greer? I think a little bit of both. I think he offered it up so she like he wouldn't influence the decision too much. But he st- is clearly still in love with her. I mean, he like he put himself out there so she could take him back, or she could open the door for for a relationship between them. But I don't think he pushed it too much where it was like, yeah. It was a semi. Yeah, he wasn't like planting the seed in terms of like making Castle Roy a bad guy. I think he just like let her know, you guys got to talk about something. I'm not going to tell you what it is. It it was a little, it was bordered on a little shady because why would you say that? Like, let's bygones be bygones. I feel like it was like a little last ditch effort to, you know, maybe win her back. But I'm glad that it's settled. The Leaf and Greer situation is 
for right now, kaputs. She picked. They're married. Now he needs a lady. He needs someone. To... Well, it can't be Casper's <laughs> yeah, daughters. Get, they're a little too young. Uh, right now. No, right. <laughs> Been there, done that. So but yeah, Casperoy, a lot of kids. He must have gotten down before. <laughs> like, Thank he's you, got like kids. six kids. No one else knows that? I, yes, I, I did notice. <laughs> Just saying, they're, they're young. Four, they're like, well, five, because one's dead. But. That's a lot. I And you know what? This episode, too, uh, obviously, we've said it before. I love Casperoy. Loved him even more. When she, they were talking about him going towards Protestants because of what's going on, he was like, I'll still take care of your sisters. I'll still take care of the dowry. Like, he's just, he's a good person. He always goes on his word. I give, he's a stand up guy. Yeah. I give him a lot of credit for saying, you know, because he's given Greer everything. Mm-hmm. But he said, you know what? If you're going to ask me to denounce what I believe. Yeah. Then I can't good do point, that. Good point. Good point. He really that. like stood his ground. He's like, this is, this is me. If you can't take it, like, we, we shouldn't do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was a yeah, it was a good ultimatum, I think, yeah. and it was like really like that's fundamentally his. But in terms of thing. Greer, you know, I'm still. I know she, he was he was okay with her thinking about it, but it always baffles me. You know, it's like the if you if you propose to someone, and they have to think about it. It's like you couldn't have just said yes. <laughs> why? Why didn't you just say yes? Yeah. So in in terms of that, it was like okay, the fact that you had to think about it, um, and obviously she came to a conclusion where she's like, you know, I'm good with this. But she she she, she takes a long time historically to accept Casseroy and whatever may come up. So we'll see what that fully means if if they're fully on the same page now, right? Or if there's any hurdles coming up. There might be some plot twists in there for sure. And did it seem like the little pond like party swim thing with Ken and Lona was like I thought it was a little bachelorette party kind of sort of like (laughs) you know just a little splash around it's a very tame bachelorette (laughs) party just playing in a fountain but I mean there isn't strip clubs I guess (laughs) I don't know (laughs) brothels I think that's what got Lola in trouble though that is true True. that is true technically it was her brother and then she came to save him but we digress (laughs) Well, yeah, I don't think they had them for women at that time. No, no, no. I don't think not. so. So, yeah, well, the plain fountain, I guess. Yeah. Is what you guys <laughs> we'll get the history facts. Yeah, although um, they did have a little Fifty Shades of Grey. Like, yes, the two happening. ladies behind the curtain. Oh, my God. I mean, yeah, but first off, first and foremost, I thought it was Kenna who was getting her <laughs> book back. <laughs> She's like, oh, yeah, she... who wrote this journal? I have no... Yeah, this is... Could have been anyone. Smut. But I should, gonna... uh, I, uh, I should dispose it. of the evidence. <laughs> yeah, so you could see, I mean, yeah, the way she acted in it, I was like, okay, this is clearly hers. Right. But then, I love uh, Queen Catherine getting involved with, like, I read it in less yeah, than an hour. Yeah, she's like, in an hour. <laughs> yeah. I love Page that. Page turner, yeah. I know, it's, it, it's classic. I love how they were sort of being tongue-in-cheek about the whole thing. I mean, it was interesting to put that in the show like you know it's such a I, 50 shades of gray was such a big hit in our times like to have that similarity then mm-hmm. is kind of a fun thing cuz i mean they didn't have really any entertainment i mean they had like court jesters like make That's me true. laugh like mime so you know that kind of stuff hopefully you know probably did exist and I, so who do you guys think it belongs to well we know who it belongs to now oh the book yeah um, not not who, ooh, who owns not who is the, the butterfly tattoo, but who is the writer? Who is ooh, the lady? Ooh. Hmm. I love how it's like another little mystery. Like first we had the you know the scary girl. Now we have this mystery right now. Yeah. I love it when they. Give I us hope that. Th- I hope they 
tell us and it's not just a throwaway? Because obviously the bigger mystery was who is the man with dowry? <laughs> the butterfly but, tattoo? Yes. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't think they will actually let us know who, who wrote that uh. book. Unless it's something really important. Which I yeah, don't I don't. Think it yeah, is. I don't think it really matters because that person's gone. Either they probably died. I mean, now that we actually know who has the butterfly birthmark, it seems you know he's had what four marriages already. Yeah, so, we'll talk. I want to definitely talk about Narcisse. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll come back. Well, to yeah, him. you guys yeah. tell us. Write us. Let us know who do you think the sex journal belongs to. Ooh, yes, and that's assuming we've met this character though. Right. Uh, well, Obvi. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, all of a sudden, you know, like, hey, the show could be, like, it belongs to Josephine. Well, yeah, the show can always be your left when we go right. Yeah. We're not the writers. <laughs> we go left, they write. Oh! Ooh. Pun intended. There you go. <laughs> anyway, we're having too much fun. Um, well, yeah, so the, the other thing that's going on in the episode is obviously the Protestant... Um, turmoil with oh, yeah. you know Catholicism we open up with that this episode the burning of the barn which which Castleroy is, is in I mean it, it makes sense that he's sort of exploring other options I like how he talks with Greer though like pretty upfrontly it almost seems like he brought it up that you know where he was so their communication is clearly good um, we see Lewis and Mary and they sort of play good cop, bad cop with interrogating the guys, figuring out what really happened. And when they do uncover the conspiracy, you know, Francis and Mary are on the same page, and we see that sort of fall apart. Um, yeah, but what's interesting is that obviously last season we've kind of dealt with this, you know, but it's always been in England and Scotland. And now it's obviously it's hitting home. So it's no longer just a, oh, it's happening over there mm-hmm. and whatever else. So I like that aspect of it. Um, and obviously it's affecting many, many things. Yeah, I like it too. And I like how we saw the people in the town. I mean, unfortunately their shops were being burned, but I like that we kind of got out of the castle again. I like that. I mean, you know, uh, religion's always been and unfortunately will always continue to be one of those things that just people do not disagree on and it's just to to the level that you're willing to take it and obviously uh i mean the the catholics were so manipulative today yeah i mean it's crazy something like that where it was used to control people um you know such a like the only way you can basically pit groups of people to kill one another is is that level of beliefs right and so when it's also contaminated with the corruption where you know we see lewis hates it because rome is using it as a as leverage to kind of get what they want you know it's it's crazy to think how just being like hey yeah no i i believe in in this like i want to go to this basically sermon in a bar just like because you want to hear what they have to say can change everything yeah and you know and speaking of the fact that he's branded by the you know which by the way now i don't believe in any sort of um uh, mysticism for lack of a better term in the rain universe in the rain universe only because of what happened with the um maid oh yeah and we you know and obviously we'll talk about that but but the fact that you know we always wondered is is king henry going to take on other forms right and obviously he didn't because it was very specific it was 
that lady who was hired to do this and not everybody else. And so with the three, uh, the three riders, um, the dark riders, yeah, I don't, I think they're just, as, as Louise said, they're, they're thugs. I believe, I, I like where you went with that and I'm inclined to agree. And I, I am really upset that they got us because this whole time I totally thought <laughs> King Henry is back. I mean, he's living through Caroline. I'll take him any way I can get him. But then it was like, you know, this mf or Narcisse has got his yeah, hand Narcisse, in the pot. He does. I mean, he sort of piggybacked on <sighs> this whole um, reckoning thing. I mean, yeah. it's interesting that they sort of take these forms of mysticism and sort of turn spin them in a way where they can work for them. I think that's kind of what happened with the darkness. And it makes sense that people use things they couldn't explain, like the plague, as these larger than life, like biblical almost mm-hmm. um, happenings. And you know what? It reminds me, the end of last season, the darkness was a man with like shaved teeth. Like it wasn't, once like the curtains were pulled back and the smoke and mirrors were brushed aside, it was like, oh, there's this man running around town with yeah, sharp just, teeth. <laughs> like, But here's the, the, the scary part is the fact that Narcisse knows every single play. Yeah. And Fran- like, you know, now mm. we've kind of caught up, but obviously... Every single play is now in Nar- Narcissa's hands, and so we'll see how Francis reacts. Obviously, it hasn't been good, mm-hmm. but Narcissa, yeah, he's a scary dude. And he- just the fact that when he had every single one of those Catholics bow down, like, you know, us Catholic lords will bow down to you, what will you do? There's some pressure on Francis. No, absolutely. I, I like how you brought up earlier um, when we started how the tables have turned with the secret now being on Francis instead of Mary. I feel like enemy-wise, like antagonist, instead of Catherine this season, it's Narcisse. Like he's sort of taken on that role where it's that un- like that person you can't get past. And I still, you know, he had that line of like, no, I don't want to be king. I want to, you know, king that's that's reasonable. Um, I don't know if that's fully his motive. I don't. It's. I don't think it is, at all. Yeah. I he's mean, a, he's we, a double dealing dirty guy. We know right. he's going after Lola because of the the son. Exactly. And to what extent you know he's using that to, right. we'll find out. But yeah, he's he's very meticulous. He is. Yeah, he's very meticulous, very direct. I think he knows what he wants and and like sort of controls everything around it. I. Obviously, because of lineage, I don't think he can be on the throne personally. But I think he's seeking the leverage to control everything. Like control Francis. And he's pretty close. Going back to the Protestants and the Catholics, I I really felt for Condi, not only because I think he's really cute, but (laughs) because his nephew died. And I feel like it should have been... The Protestants should have paid for their actions, and the Catholics should have paid for their actions. It should have been fair like that. And I feel like there's there's something's going to happen with him. Oh, he's going to be pissed that yeah. nothing nothing was uh, justice was not served. Yeah, um, it's and pretty we, unfair for him. Like he's getting the rough end of the stick a lot. Well, plus because his nephew was sent down here to do better, and he was essentially framed and killed. And you know. At, you, you might as well say that he was Louis was lied to by Francis at this point. You know, once yeah. he gets wind of this, yeah. um, so it's definitely not going to be a situation. Um, and as much as Mary may want to help him and be upset with him, I think he's gonna he's gonna become radical as well. Right, and I think he has grounds to. I mean, Absolutely. to me, all of his 
turn to Protestantism or if that is – like just away from Catholicism is the fact that they're corrupt. They use it for the wrong reasons, which Narcisse pretty much embodies. I mean he is the example of doing that. Like he used this whole reckoning thing to basically get Francis to admit that he killed his dad and to get leverage on him. So and he, he also was him. killing people in the town for their stuff, like for their money. Couple episodes right. back, so. and yeah, and even father like son was doing yeah. it. Like they are, they're bad people. They're bad seeds. Mm. Yeah, and but it's, it's definitely not going to be good for Francis. Um, and I, you know, I think I think the the riots are only going to get worse. And you know, was the civil war going to be inevitable? I, you know, um, because if King if Francis was going to keep kind of peace, you know, equal measures, then the Catholics were going to get very upset. At the fact that it's equal measures not in their favor. So, yeah, it's a tough call in terms of how, but, you know, I mean, ultimately, what's the right, right answer? Yes, equal measure. Equal justice. Um, yeah. Justice for all. You know what that means? <laughs> ah, it, means then. it means we need to kill Narcisse. Like, enough. I know. Really, you know the fact that the fact that Mary, as you mentioned, the good cop, bad cop, the fact that Louis went and found and, and got people to admit that they did this. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's being brushed off. You know, word's going to get out. Um, I don't know. Remember, we still have the, the Protestant Germans. That's right. And they're on our borders. And France Ooh. and Germany have... <laughs> They've always been allies. So. They've always been allies. <laughs> and Mary was on to it. She was on to that something was up. And I'm, obviously she was steered in a different direction, but... It's gonna get out, and I want to let's uh, let's talk about. I want to talk about the, the maid because she maid. plays it so well. She yeah, did. yeah. I mean, thinking she back did. now, it really does make sense because of how she was not in the know. Mm-hmm. She was kind of like scraping for information, and it was weird that. Henry, like, w- if he was really a spirit, like, why wouldn't he know all these things? And remember, and that was my question, too. I was like, wait. And you guys were like, no, no, of course he knows. It's King Henry. And I was like, oh, yeah, but he seems that he doesn't know. And, of course, he didn't because he is really a sheep pretending to be here. You were right, Phil. Okay. <laughs> just, hey, I'm not, you know, I'm just saying. Um you know, so and even today, just just the boldness of of Caroline to take that throne, knowing what it was going to do for Francis. And who was in the wings right there, seeing it all go down? Narcy- well, he, he masterminded the whole thing, which is crazy because, I mean, he as a character is so complex that we realize we knew that before, even more so, like times a thousand now after the setup and this whole butterfly birthmark thing. I mean, is that a ploy? Do you guys think that the book is a fabrication? Or you think something? he wrote it? <laughs> I mean, maybe he commissioned it. Maybe he had a, a hand in the writing of it. Because he seems to be the, the winner he of the book. Right. Okay. I mean, to get to Lola, that could be a very good play. I mean, he does yeah. want to – if he somehow figures out a way to marry Lola, he's going to be indispensable. Like, that basically secures his life. Because he's the – father or the stepdad to the only heir right basically yeah that's true but i i agree with lola i love what she said i don't like you no i mean (laughs) she was bold i give her i love that line because i think narcisse should have been dead 
when he was first on the scene, you handle it. I said that during the after show. When well, there's now, a problem, you handle it. Uh, when, Fix it on the spot. When, yeah. when he was looking at um, what Caroline did on the throne, I thought he was like, oh, you know, uh, Francis really doesn't have power. The fact that a woman could just walk up to the throne and, like, the throne is starting to not mean anything. Obviously not the case um, in terms of why he was looking the way he was. Um, but we had a chance to kill him tonight. But yes! it, I know. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, they, and he just manipulated him. They make a very big point of Francis and Mary not doing, like, Kingly the old and, ways, yeah. like, how, how they solve their problems. But time and time again, it kind of shows, like, why they did that stuff. It's, sometimes it is or can be for the greater good. Like, Narcisse is clearly an evil guy who's set up so much You know what? Negativity. It's not for the greater good. There's um, – it's the lesser of two evils. Okay. Yes. Is what yeah. we're going to call it because <laughs> we're not in a good place. <laughs> well, yeah, but, I mean, it is it is the lesser of two evils, which yeah. I, I feel like that's kind of the same thing. It's slightly good. different. Slightly different. Oh. Going back to the throne, we've seen it happen before when – the Protestant Germans arrived and they were they were sitting there. It's kind of it's always being challenged. Francis and Mary are constantly being challenged as king and queen from people that should not be challenging them. They should all just be bowing down and respecting. And while it seems that Narcisse in the past has lost, at least, you know, I, I for me, I would say he lost, mm. um, you know, as he said, all I have to do is weaken you. Mm-hmm. And so Francis and Mary's souls every time were weakened. And he knows how to get him because he goes through Mary. That's yeah. how, that's been his separate aim. them. And so right. I just uh, he, his nosy ass also shouldn't have followed him. Like I just I don't like him. Well, I mean now we have clear grounds. Yeah, not yeah, to we like the bad guy. He's mm. the villain for sure. So I just wish he was a little uglier. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make it a little easier. Well, yeah, yeah, they have to make him compelling. I mean. It's interesting because I think he does have a shot at Lola. I mean, we can talk about this in predictions, but... No way. Lola would be a pawn, I, and no, she's too smart. She is very... She's too smart, for well, sure. Well, if, if Francis knew that um, that a play was being made onto her, I think he'd obviously say, like, don't do it. He'd, oh, you like, think he'd finally step up to the plate and, and cut his head off? He should have. He should have did it tonight? Yeah, I mean, obviously he can't because... Uh, <laughs> he can do whatever he wants. He's the king. Okay, but the maid's gone, and the maid has his confession. So what? Like, seriously, off with his head. Okay, you can never... You never want... You can't just kill people. You, he's uh, king, but you can't just kill people. He's, yeah. As much as it sucks, at least you know what Narcissus is after currently. You never want an anomaly that you cannot control. And Montgomery, the guy who supposedly king the, killed the king... Is out there as well. But she would still be, Caroline would still be a, just a maid running around with wise tales to tell about the madness, right? Yeah, but with Montgomery's confession as well. Mm, it's They'd have to meet. I don't know. Mm. Well, Narcissus is 10 steps ahead of you and I. I don't yeah, like I don't it. know where See? he gets his info. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's not from TMZ. Seriously. So. He's dirty. <laughs> It's it's uh, he's, he's a crafty character, and and that smile when he came in, I was expecting you. Yeah, it was, you know, the, there's a lot of good act. I, and kudos, honestly, kudos to the maid for she played Francis or not Francis Henry so well. She did even with the like the eyebrows and like the facial expressions. Yeah, and the voice, she nailed it. 
Right, it was great casting. I mean, you really felt like the spirit was sort of... And that's why I think I was so convinced that it was more than just, you know... Narcisse cast her well. Yes, Narcisse. Because he did. hmm. I mean, he couldn't just pick anybody. And she's the baby nurse, so there's that spin which which digs at Mary because it's like you're... At first it was you're with the baby nurse, what's going on? So, I mean, well played into Narcisse. Is um, ultimately... What's worse for Mary? Um, knowing that he killed the king or that now Francis doesn't have any respect for her? Mm. Ooh. Um, I mean, we obviously know what Francis thinks. Yes. He made that decision very clear. I think it's worse now because now she's going to yeah. go off on a whole new thing, like a complete tangent trying to fix the problem that's not even at hand. If they were on the same page, they could like work together. Sort of like where we saw Casseroy and Greer, they just talked about it. Like Laith was like, hey, there's something, something's bad and you know, they just talked about it and it was fine. Here, I think Mary, if she knew the facts, she would get over it. Like, granted, that'd be a little time where she'd be like, "Well, you just killed your dad." And you Not know, cool. it, even going back to the maid for one second, she had that very specific line of saying, "You know, you 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 justify your actions, but you won't admit your sin." Oh, you know what I mean? And, and that was very poignant because obviously that's what drew it out of out of Francis. That and so. You know, I, obviously, I think it was very tough for Francis to admit his sin, which mm-hmm. obviously he should never have done. Um, and I, I think reliving just just admitting that sin to Mary, I, it, it might be too much. And his eyes, and obviously, he thinks he's protecting her as well. But I think it's going to piss her off. It always does. We've seen this before when Francis holds things from Mary, and she kind of touched she's very on intuitive. it. Intuitive. Yeah, she doesn't like it. It pisses her off even more. And then to use what might be a challenge for her, which is getting pregnant, that's it's a little low. Right. And it, exactly, I mean, she could, uh, we've seen their problems in the past where, you know, they don't talk things through and they don't communicate. make, yeah, communicate. You know, she didn't do that. She, she is queen. She probably could have killed those people when she found out that they set everything up. Yeah. You know, she chose not to, she chose to communicate with Francis and make that team decision. Right. Francis should have done the same thing. I think I agree. she is eventually going to find out, and it's just going to be a huge problem. Now. She always does, and I feel like recently, Kath, um, Mary's been acting more queenly and like bossing up and acting and making some tough decisions. Where Francis is just kind of skating a little bit, and he's he's super distracted. Like a yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting how Narcisse goes after Mary now specifically because the fact that Francis and Mary are in this argument about something completely different, mm-hmm. it's almost better for her Narcisse. Oh, no, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think he may – I don't know if he planned – that may be giving him too much credit, but it's – he's getting exactly what he wants now because they're at ends. That's obviously going to make Francis unstable, so he can't be thinking straight and, and making good plays. So it's really – Narcisse's game right now. Yeah. And it, 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 what, it just reminds me so much of last year because, you know, he thinks he's doing it because he loves her. But the irony is the more that he tries to protect her in this instance, the more he's going to drive her away. Right. Much like what yep. Mary did last year. 
So this communication, is people. <laughs> just, just be truthful. Comes back to that. Just be truthful. Yeah. So, and that's that's overall the episode. Yeah. The episode overall. Totally. Oh, but we didn't talk about the fashion. See, my girl Keaton's not here. So, so sorry. Well, yeah. So sorry. Please. How much did you love Mary's wedding ensemble? The gold sequency sheer beaded and then the shoulders. You guys loved it, didn't you? Uh, so cute. I like, um, <laughs> I more like, the, I like the bash look where he's always got his, his sword across the shoulder. I like the leather paint. I like that style. Oh my, okay. And I'll, and then I liked, um, I liked Francis's comfortable outfit for nighttime. <laughs> so Mary's was, pajamas were so cute. The see? white and the silver jewels. See, there you go. Oh my, and Lola's dress at the wedding, the silver and like the new sheer thing. That was gorgeous. Loved it. I'm glad you guys loved it. <laughs> the, the, the girls' green. dresses when they hopped in the water were pretty cool. Yeah, there you go. So Wait, before or after they were wet? Um, both. both? <laughs> <laughs> I walked into that one. <laughs> um, by the way, what a great, just ridiculous scene the other uh, two girls experimenting. Why was that ridiculous? Yeah. I loved of it. Of course Kenna would walk into that. She's like head on a swivel for that. But I like how castle. she took charge. She's like, uh, you, I mean, I'm not upset that you guys are doing this, but the fact that you guys are doing it so here. public. <laughs> yeah, she's like, she's an experienced mistake woman. number one. <laughs> yeah. God, amateur hour over here. In and corner. she's in charge of getting, you know, Lola, a lover. So Kenna's got Yeah, she's stuff pretty much taking on like a matchmaker role. Yeah. By the way, speaking of that, you know, uh, we took a lot of heat for saying that what are a lady's responsibilities last oh, week. Oh, we got an answer. And yeah. so, uh, yes, a lot of you guys wrote in, corrected us that, yes, a lady does have multiple responsibilities. <laughs> so go ahead. Thank you, um, Lainey Westcott. So sorry if I mispronounced your first name. She says, and this is a YouTube comment, ladies in waiting attend to all the needs of the queen. They help her dress, bathe, run errands for her, befriend her, etc. So thanks for that information. Thanks. There you go. The more you know. Um, <laughs> indeed. Now, you know what? This is kind of cool. Um, I had castle Corner? Castle oh, Corner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had a castle all prepared. But lo and behold, you know what? Hopefully, I don't have to do any research for the rest of the season. <laughs> because the fans, hopefully, will continue writing in and submitting That's because we're the castles. best fans ever. Seriously, Thanks, that is guys. awesome stuff. I mean, I'm glad that... You guys have liked Castle Corner so much. I mean, it started off as a joke for me, just talking yeah. about nothing. Not nothing. I know. Really cool castles. Yeah. <laughs> Did you anybody else notice, like one of the scenes tonight where it was like a large aerial wide shot of the castle? The grass looked like neon green. Yeah, looks super green. It did. Was that normal for that? Um, I've never been to that castle. Um, so I, for I France, know. you know, in, the, in this in this uh, season, yeah. Maybe. Okay, I don't know. I'll take that. <laughs> Um, today's castle um, comes from Warwick, England, Ooh. and ironically, it's called Warwick um, Castle. Now, it Whoa. is celebrating its one thousandth and one hundredth anniversary this year because it was wow. built in. Uh, it was established in nineteen fourteen, but it was not built upon until ten sixty eight by William the Conqueror. Uh, by the way, I don't know if I said this. Uh, this was submitted by Melanie. Um, I won't say her last name only if you don't want me to say it. Maybe, uh, although, um, she did copyright the photos because she is a photographer. So, Melanie Watson. There we Thanks, go. Melanie I Watson. I think it's safe totally. to give out your public yeah. information because you're a photographer. <laughs> um, 
So she went to the castle. She really liked it. Um, she was uh, she she was starting her photography, so she didn't want to seem like a tourist. So uh, I guess she, she, so. There's a couple of photos here. Um, I want to show mainly the ones of the castle. Although here's um, a couple of the queens, Ooh. as I understand it. I don't. Um, she did label and number these, but they've since become a jumbled mess because unfortunately my interns gave it to me as a jumbled mess <laughs> but they gave it to me um so this is this is a picture of there's in there there's a model of the castle so um here's a picture of it for those of you on youtube and we'll post this on the website as well so you guys can kind of check it out um here's more oh that's more. really cool um here's a pretty cool one yeah Again, this is the model of the castle. Yeah, so where is the model of the castle? Do you know? This is the model of the castle is ironically in the castle. Oh, oh. Wow. Um, <laughs> and, uh, uh. does it travel around? So people could see it in other cities and towns. The model, no. Oh, okay. Uh, although I, I don't know. Oh, well, I'm told um, there's some like ghost stories, but um, I didn't get to you know fully do research because it came to me at such a late time. But yeah, um, it has a history of ghosts and things like that. I don't know if it's as violent as the last castle we uh, talked about, but... Probably not just a torture castle. Uh, Do we know anything about the owners or the families, or...? Um, obviously the castle gets passed down, uh, you know, from, from people to people. So, again, I didn't quite do as much research as I normally do about this castle. I can't go quite off the cuff, but it's in Warwick, England. Obviously, England has a history of castles. Um... (laughs) (laughs) Fun fact. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Hey, you know England, it's okay. got the castles. It's, you know, castles for days. If you've learned England. nothing, you've learned that. Um, well, then. It looks like a great castle. Here's the thing. Um, one of the reasons why th- this has been a fun segment for me is because I've personally visited. Like, there's a difference when you look at a castle, you're like, eh, whatever, that's great. But when you actually visit it. Heck yeah. That's when you're like, Oh wow! Somebody actually built this, right? Yeah. Well, the is scale cool. is so immense. Like it's crazy to think that people built all that with just hand tools, basically. I mean, yeah. wood scaffolding that they had to construct. It's crazy that it's still around. Like things that are so old, like that, is so cool because yeah, the history, like the amount of people that have lived through there. And you could see, you could see the wear and tear. But for the most part, to think that this is again to your point in existence and is still holding up. And in theory, could house people. Oh, you know, it's magical then. It's very yeah. magical. <laughs> castles just have a magicalness about them. That's right. And you know what? What's cool is, um, at a lot of these castles, you can get married. You know, like the, it's still worse. So hey, if you're planning a wedding, destination oh, wedding yeah. in a castle. Yeah, I would love to to get married in a castle. Me too. Yeah, any prospects for you? All yeah, right, we'll talk maybe. about that another day. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's Castle Corner. Um, not as uh, many interesting facts, although I, I could pull up some from Wikipedia. Why don't, why don't we real fast? While you on the do fly. that, so I do the so. Also on our YouTube, Miss Missy Mouse sent us a prediction. Okay, let's hear it. We're gonna do little pictures a little bit earlier. And now, Missy. you're after yes. wonderful. Missy Mouse says, "What it seems like to me is because Lola asks Mary to be the godmother." That means if something happens to Lola, then Mary will be the baby's mama. So then that means the next in line to be king would be who? Something tells me that Lola and Lord Narcisse are going to get together. Ooh, so she made that before Before tonight's episode. episode. 
pretty spot Unless you on, wrote that in so. right away. But yeah, no, it was, it was there before. I checked the yeah. time. Yeah. Um, no, that's that's a really good prediction. Obviously, it's coming to fruition, so you are... Right? Is, well, yeah, Mouse. I mean, there's definitely foreshadowing whether how far they do go in that storyline. We'll wait and see. Yes. <laughs> and you know, last week we did talk about the whole alcohol and drinking thing. Mm. There was some discussion and... You know, we didn't mean to offend anybody. We didn't mean to offend. We no, never we mean to offend. Um, so, yes, there's that. Um, and I'm glad you guys took to the, again, I, I, you know, we, we told the news that there could possibly be a rape storyline. And, and I'm glad you guys took to it in a befitting manner mm-hmm. and, and respected the way in which we saw it yeah. as well. Um so the Warwick Castle was originally wooden, uh, Mott and Bailey Castle. Um, it was rebuilt in the 12th century. Um, uh, the facade opposite of the town was fortified, resulting in one of the most recognizable examples of 14th century military architecture. It was used as a stronghold until the early 17th century when it was granted to Sir Fluke Greville by James I in 1604. Um, it was converted into a country house and was owned by the Greville family, who became the Earls of Warwick in 1759 until 1978 when it was bought by the Tussards group. So, there you go. And, oh, yeah. um, so there you go. Good uh, deal. Should we get into our predictions? What? Yes. I predict that Francis is going to admit that he killed the king. Not till, like, not till mid-season. Mid-season finale. You think? Yeah. Admit That's to not. who? Admit to everybody? To, well, to, to Mary, Mary for sure. You can't admit to the public. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, that, I don't think that would go well at all. I don't think it's that much of a cliffhanger to hold on to to midseason. I think it is. And I, I think I think it's going to get to the point where he has to tell Mary they finally work together mm-hmm. and they kill Narcisse. That's... He needs to be gone st- yeah. ASAP. My other prediction is, of course, Condi is going to seek revenge. On Francis, though? Because, again, he's he has every right to be mad at Francis. He's going to seek revenge. He's a little crafty himself, mind, keep in mind. And, you know, he goes back and forth with Narcisse. Second time or the third time that him, you know, they've kind of, like, butted he heads. He does, yeah. I, I'm going to predict that he, that's going to come to an explosion conflict and he's gonna kill Narcisse. Oh, that's good! I really want that to happen. I mean, Me he's too. had a vendetta for a long time. He's obviously got the grounds because he knows who Narcisse is and he sees right through him. I think he's gonna somehow help help Mary and Francis get out of a bind. They're both, they're all gonna take him down. Um, I also think Narcisse set this whole Fifty Shades of Grey book medieval version (laughs) (laughs) up and I think that he's going to get really close to Willa but that's gonna um, unravel because he he sort of set that whole thing up plus Willa is is too smart for Narcisse's tricks what is Narcisse's Achilles heel uh, for a moment it was his son Maybe it's right. You know. uh, yeah, I th- to me now that he's lost his son is greed. I think he's got a lust for power, and he's gonna keep going after things, and that's how they're gonna trap him. They're gonna basically set up mm. some way to elicit where he thinks he's winning, and he falls into a trap. Yeah. So it'll be it'll be interesting how they they play out. Um, I mean, in the teaser, um, 
Mar- Mary and Catherine are kind of ambushed, obviously a result of, I think, the Protestant and sure. Catholic war today. Obviously, the fact and and Francis is like everyone's going to save these guys and blah blah. blah. It's interesting how that's going to play because again, it doesn't really hint at the aftermath of their fight, which is what we're left with in tonight's episode. Mm. So, and we got Keaton back. Woo! Yeah, full strength. That's right. She'll do the research from now on <laughs> for Castle Corner. <laughs> All right. Nice. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, well, we'll have to wait and see what happens for the rest of. Uh, Go ahead. What? I just totally remembered. Shout out to Lola, who followed me back on Instagram. Like, what? I was totally girl fanning. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry. All right. And nice. that, on that note, where can people Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Fania Thomas. Nice. You guys can find me at JB underscore Zimmerman on Twitter and Instagram. And, of course, After Buzz TV, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Sweet. Well, until next week when we are at full capacity, we will see you guys then. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.